Welcome to the Adipec Podcast, a series of engaging and informative conversations about strategic issues and news and views in the energy sector. I'm Atna Trainer, and my guest today is Dr. Ziad Urtani. He's the Vice President and Global Head of Technology, Chemicals, and Refining Energy Industries for ABB. Ziad, thank you so much for joining us. I'm happy to be here. Now, our topic is the impact of climate change and how it's affecting operations in the energy industry. And when we look at the UN goals and the response of the industry, how important would you say it is that the energy industry continues to respond and maybe increases their activity in this field? Adna, thank you so much for this question. If we look today at the um, evolution of how people are looking at sustainability and the climate change impact into the industry, we probably would like to do more than what we are doing. So there are a lot of initiatives ongoing, but still we are not really picking it up as it has to be. In ABB, the way we are seeing it, if you take the 17 global initiatives and goals in um, the UN, we are focusing on probably three main goals. Number seven, which is about, about affordable clean energy. Number nine, which is about innovation. And number 12, which is about production and how to be responsible in consuming this energy. We do definitely need to do more. We are working on it, but we would like to see more of us, ABB, but also the rest of the world. Now, of course, technology is really the key enabler for this industry. And ABB, being a leader in this field, talk to me about how you see technology really as the game changer, and particularly for the downstream sector. Look, if, if we take a chemical plant that we are designing, particularly in the green field, this is where we really can make an impact, because that's what we are actually leaving as a legacy for the next generation. What do we have? You've got a financial decision to be made. Then you start looking at what kind of technology you would like to have, and that's what we call in the feed stage. You've got that decision made, and then you start really rolling. Yeah? You're designing, you're building, you're commissioning, you're operating that plant all the way till the end of its life. Technology has a role in every step in this process. Now, what we're doing in ABB is we try to enable every little step in this process with our customers, but not only them, also EPCs that are involved, licensors, actually all of the ecosystem, even regulators. If you look at these technologies, we're talking about really a huge portfolio. We're talking about automation systems, we're talking about electrification, we're talking about telecommunication. We're talking about really a multitude of solutions, point to point, but also through life cycle. All of them can enable a sustainable way of dealing with building a new plant. This is really critical because if we are not missing the requirements on how can we be sustainable, whatever will come later is not going to be sustainable. It's going to be very difficult and very costly to bring it back. So here it's really important that the ecosystem understands what are the challenges and how actually to overcome these challenges within uh, this portfolio of solutions that are existing today in the market. So there's still quite a few challenges out there for the industry, but again, your processes, what can you do to really help them overcome these? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, what we really see is when we are engaging early with these end users and with these APCs, we literally start looking at changing the mindset, okay? This is beyond technology because somehow the human brain is formatted to go through a particular steps. Uh, Organizations are getting comfortable the way they are doing it. We're looking at reducing costs, not necessarily looking at the sustainability and these are UN goals that we're talking about. So what we're doing is first is opening the door to discuss these topics. 
okay? How can we make an impact in every little step? So you're bringing it from a mindset change. Then looking at it from probably incentivization, business models. These are actually key challenges because, again, if we take an end user, they are thinking, okay, I have an investment. How can I optimize it? Keep it to the minimum in order to get my product at the end of the day. Any PC needs to meet that requirement with the minimum resources. You actually end up in a conflict of interest. How do you get into that sustainability objective? So what we're doing is really opening the doors, being a mediator, bringing these ecosystem people together in order to address these challenges together for the benefit of the society. Not only the benefit of ABB, of course we want to win these projects, but also for the benefit for the next generation. So yes, it's technology, but it's also a lot beyond the technology. And, and this is where we believe we can also make an impact. And it's great to hear companies like yourself actually taking that to heart. But let's talk about digitalization. And when we look at it now, I think it's really, it's, it's sort of becoming the norm once it was really thought as a disruptor. But I think we're really beginning, are you seeing that digitalization is absolutely almost the destination that people have to go? That's absolutely the way forward. We will not be able to do anything now beyond digital technologies. Think about it like in, a, in your place, like you're moving all the way with your phones, you've got everything connected in your home, um, and a chemical plant probably is a little bit more complicated to put everything there because you got other challenges that come with it. Cybersecurity, you got uh, really getting the data where you wanna have them, but also analyzing them and getting the insights to the decision makers. Today, what we see is probably top management are seeing the benefits but the industry is being very selective on how to move forward with it. It is becoming the norm in many industries, and now in chemicals and refining particularly, we are really seeing more and more adoption of these technologies. Simple things. You've got the compressor. What we see today is every plant owner would like to know how that particular asset is performing. Yeah, because that's actually an impact on not only the production, but also you got the CO2 emissions, you got, you got also this sustainability objective that you can actually address. So looking at it from a reliability perspective, having all of that Internet of Things technology, the Industry 4.0 standards, you bring in the big data technology, you analyze, and then when you are sitting and you're getting an SMS in your phone saying, hey, look, compressor number X is gonna fail in the next four days, that's actually decent, you know, step ahead in, in leveraging the right technology for the benefit of the organization and for the benefit of, uh, of the, um, the plant itself. That is one part of it. The other part of it which we believe is really very important is empowering the people, empowering the human being in a plant. It is a very safe environment that you need to operate in. If you are looking at someone going, doing some rounds, if you are enabling them and getting them into technology that can help them, that would be really fantastic and, and a game changer. Let's talk about energy efficiency first, because really, what, just as you said, it'll go a long way to really helping reduce emissions. But again, what's most obviously for many of the companies is it'll speed the process, but it will actually contribute to the bottom line and it will save them money in the long way. I mean, this is huge for companies. Absolutely. You take examples like uh, BP, for example. You, you hear recently, oh, we've opened uh, new electric vehicle stations, charging stations. I mean, who would believe that BP would actually turn into renewables. 
we turn into providing like the energy for electric vehicles. This is really a change in, in the mindset, but it's a change in the business model. They are innovating themselves, and this is also what we support. If you look at ABB from a provider of technology, it is true for the chemical industry, we're talking about automation, electrification, and so on. But what we do have also developed is all that infrastructure that gets you into developing uh, renewable technologies and transporting it all the way to petrol stations where you don't get actually petrol, but you're actually charging your electric vehicle. So um, this, from an energy perspective or energy efficiency perspective, we do see a shift from really what are these majors focusing on today in innovating their business, but also within the plant itself, what kind of energy is being used. Today, in, within ABB, for example, what we can do is, when you are setting up a new plant, what you would think about is a, um, having an energy source, particularly coming from utilities or a coal-fired plant, but we also can simulate for you, what if you had a solar plant? What if you had a, the wind farm close to you and you're getting all of that energy directly to your sources? Actually, at the end of the day, you probably do the make, you make the first investment, but you have it for free for the rest of your life. So that is a big impact. So the possibilities really, I mean, they're endless and it's great to see them. Talk to me a bit about standardization because it's a word that we often hear in tandem with digitalization. I mean, it helps efficiency, it does everything else. But how can the industry, you know, introduce standardized operational models, so to speak? I think if we are not moving into a standard way of working, what we'll end up with is a non-replicable solution, non-scalable solution. What does that mean? It's going to cost you a lot of money. Uh, people will start becoming, you know, reluctant to that. And instead of benefiting from the technology, we actually will have people throwing it away. So the way we're seeing things happening and leveraging that digital technology itself, like the cloud and so on, and standardizing the process along the life cycle of the plant. From making the decision, I want to invest here, and designing the plant, and commissioning the plant, and operating the plant, using a standard way of doing it, of delivering the solution, of benefiting from these um, data that you are collecting and making insights to make decisions. Now earlier you mentioned safety and of course in the oil and gas industry safety is absolutely number one. How does your technology actually enable better safety? At the moment we, um, I'm personally really very eager of the solution that we've been developing and you're very welcome to come to the, to the booth to see the, uh, the Lego model. We call it the Lego model. Actually if you see when a um, an engineer, when they go to the plant, they usually are running all over. It's a very lousy and very noisy environment, okay? So things are written in the paper. You're running. It's very dangerous to touch these equipments like valves and things like that. What we did is actually we're digitalizing all of that process. You have it all in a tablet. From the day that you get the notification that you need to start running and go there, you know exactly where you need to go. You've got this, what we call QR codes or auto identification technology that tells you actually, yes, you're right in front of that valve A that you need to be in front of and not the valve B because we've seen major blow ups because of that. So having that in a tablet for the next generation basically that is now in the field, it is something that is very appealing to them. And that's how we are digitalizing the whole process, making it really a safe operation. That is actually, if, if you look at how ABB would like to be seen today is we want to be safe, we want to be smart, and we want to be sustainable. And all of our technology is really leading to that objective. 
And I guess also on the safety too, it's the fact that other people can see this information. So there's almost double checks in place whereby I'm not alone making that decision sometimes. Oh, absolutely. If you look now at uh, augmented reality, virtual reality type of things, you are in the plant, you're looking at something you probably don't know because you are new, but that technology allows you to go back to the team that is sitting in the control room and you have remote assistance, you have people experienced, you can even go back to ABB teams, our experts, that will enable you directly wherever you are in the world to actually go through these steps in order to make your operation safe. Today, technology allows you to do that. And that's hugely valuable for, for any client. But then, when they look at all of this too, any upgrade in technology will demand investment. And how do you think decision makers and management, how do they have to sort of refocus that investment to, to get the end result? I believe without investment, without innovation, we will not get anywhere, okay? Repackaging the things that we are doing and then saying this is what we do new, as new, is not going to help anyone. So we definitely need to look at new models of innovation. What we see today is all of these, uh, what we call incubators for artificial intelligence in the plant. The industry is becoming more and more familiar with this. While we were in a more a waterfall type of a process, okay, give me the business case, I give you the money. Now we are actually taking more risk into investing in this. If you look at ABB, we've got like a, a fund that is dedica dedicated specifically to this type of innovation. We're, we're just taking risk because we believe there is a, a, a benefit in it. The first time we probably will fail, but if we will fail fast, recover and move faster, that's probably where we can actually make an impact and bring value, tangible value, to our end users. So, yes, uh, I think our funding model has to change. We need to go away from the traditional way, but also we need to be more open to what we call a co-petition to collaborate with my competitors. That's something that uh, it will come in other sectors like the business to consumers. It is there. In the traditional sector like chemicals, it is coming. Yeah, seeing uh, two competitors really coming together with one solution, we do it now, we work on standards, even developing technology will come as well. And I guess when we talk about that collaboration, the value of so many minds and so many great minds and expertise and experts and scientists and data scientists coming together, you know, the outcome is going to be tremendous. You know, it's a, the word where you have one plus one equal three. It's not going to be two. Absolutely. You put them together, you get something nice. You give them separated. It's going to be siloed. There's so no synergy. The future is really about a win-win for everybody. Would you say that? Collaboration. Collaboration and collaboration. Super. Thank you so much. And thanks for taking the time. Dr. Ziad Urtani, thank you so much. Thank you, Edna.